My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Don't have time to work out? Well, that's where our free 10-minute classes come into your life. You can go ahead and sign up over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days and we'll send you five days of 10-minute classes, yoga, Pilates, all of the goodness to make you feel absolutely amazing. Emma, are you excited? Oh, yes. These are my favorite classes. Bring it on. We'll see you super soon on the mat over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days. Welcome to episode 311 on the Get Married podcast and we're very excited. Yeah, I said very, very, because I'm really and very at the same time. Ooh, it's like gruel. <laughs> gruel. <laughs> mean girls. Uh, so this week's episode is inspired by our lives, as always. Like most episodes, it's kind of like, oh, this just happened. Hey, we should talk about that. And... One thing that has kept on coming up for us over the last week is either me telling Carla, you must have patience or vice versa, because I guess like we are wanting to welcome stuff into our lives and we feel like it's not coming fast enough, but then it's like coming back to the truth and coming back to reality that like, just be patient, just be persistent, patient and all is coming. And this is in regards to many things. And really, like, right now for us, it's all about our, I guess, ambition, Mm. I think, and, like, our drive to to grow our business. And also we're selling our investment property that we own together. Uh, Also, we've started investing more into crypto and NFTs. And we've noticed, like, this feeling of, you know, anticipation and wanting it to come faster than it is. And it's really funny to notice. And I think, you know, this feeling of being impatient and wanting stuff faster happens in all areas of life. Right now for us, it's all to do with money, I guess. Yeah. But uh, for other times, I know it's been about relationships. I know I've been impatient thinking like, why haven't I met someone that I really like yet? And feeling like it's not coming and it's not coming fast enough. And I know I talk to so many people and it's all different, but that feeling of being impatient. Yeah, and I think we talk about this a lot, don't we, in this whole idea of, you know, not being content with where you're at at this moment in time. You want to be somewhere else. Like the grass looks greener over there. Like let's go over there. And I think the most important thing 
is what we're doing right now is talking about it and acknowledge yeah. acknowledging it yeah. and kind of not being like an- angry or annoyed or disappointed in yourself that you are wanting to be over there because I think sometimes yeah. when we welcome in different mindsets and we again we talk about this in every single mindset change like for example trying to welcome in you know more body confidence or like not being so hard on yourself about your body and then when you find yourself being hard on yourself about your body you're like naughty naughty human like that is so bad and then I think this conversation is really refreshing already in that we can be like hey yeah look we're really being crap with our mindset right now we're being really impatient and that's all we have to yeah. like. It, we don't really and don't even need to add in like being crap. We're this is how we're feeling. We're feeling impatient. Mm. We want it to happen, and we're excited about it. Yeah. Like it's excitement as well. Yeah. And I think that that is like a really cool thing that we that you just said out loud. Then because I think sometimes people get ashamed by that. Well, yeah, I think uh, this anyone on like that self improvement path or like you know like wanting to change to better yourself like it sounds so wanky when i say it like that and it to me like actually it is wanky mm. because like you know sometimes you just are you just be you just are human and this means you have emotions and they're up and down and sometimes they're angry sometimes they're happy sometimes they're impatient sometimes they're super patient and content um but yeah when you have this new awareness of hey like i used to be like this and I want to make a change. Sometimes it, it is this like, if you don't act that way, it's like you you're a failure or like you're not enlightened or something. Mm-hmm. And it might even not come from self judgment. It might be from external people, friends, family, uh, whoever. But what I guess we're trying to say is it it's okay. Your feelings are valid. And even if they're not inverted commas, good feelings, mm. which is we shouldn't label them, but like that's how we kind of feel sometimes, good and bad feelings. There's nothing like that doesn't exist. But, you know, there's those ones that you feel like, ah, oh, look at me. Like I'm so this. Yeah, and I'm a great human. Yeah, I'm, look at me. Do, good, do gooder. And then there's the other ones that make you a bad human. Oh, God, it sounds like. It's silly. It sounds so stupid when you say it out loud, but sometimes you feel this, right? Yeah, definitely. Or like you might see someone being really angry and reactive and you're like, oh, like they are just so badly, like bad reaction. But it's just being human. And I think I even read a post this morning about it was like a friend of a friend and she shared a photo of her baby like crying, just talking about emotions and how like, uh, you know, sometimes we – get angry at kids for being like angry or like having tantrums but this is like the kid trying to like figure out their emotions and I mean like gosh I can't imagine like I would be really angry and annoyed by a two-year-old tantrum too but like sometimes they just need to express themselves and so it's so cool that we can just openly talk about these things these Mm. things and it's not a bad thing yeah it just is yeah we just feel that way but then the whole lesson of patience I guess, uh, kind of smooths it out, doesn't it? Because yeah. it's that reminder that, hang on a minute, like let me actually be in this journey instead of trying to be over there or trying to speed it up because mm. then when you start to think about it, you're like, hang on a minute, the journey is the life mm. uh, and this is all part of the process. And sometimes, you know, in these moments where everything might be seeming to going really slow or something didn't work, like you tried your hardest, you wanted this to happen but it didn't happen, so then you have to try something else. Yeah. And you have to try something else. Like that 
all is part of the process. And then when you get to where you want to be and you look back on the moments, it all makes sense. Yeah. And so this mindset of patience, I guess, brings more joy or like brings more uh, ease yes. in the journey. Because I think sometimes when we're when we are impatient, it can bring unease. Like yeah. it really well, can. Like you can be like really just like annoyed that you're not there yet. Well, because you're always wanting to be somewhere else. So you're absolutely zero presence mm. and zero gratitude. Uh, it's like that balance of being hungry for more but also being content. And I think it's very important to have this balance. I think it's important to have the ambition in life. And, of course, like whenever we want to welcome a change, we need like to notice that we want to change is a good thing as well. But if we're going to make our current present lives unhappy because we're not there yet, that's where the problem lies. If I'm forever grumpy and annoyed because I'm not getting what I want, mm-hmm. what What's if I never what if I never get what I want? So I'm gonna just live this grumpy, annoyed life, which like who like that's BS. We have this one opportunity to live. So I think it's like balancing it all out and also like taking time to reflect and Knowing that, like, all the feelings are okay and valid and fine, like, feel your feelings, but know when you're like, okay, actually, I've been living in that ungrateful, wanting more mindset for way too long. Or I'm spending half of my day feeling like that when actually I could just spend like five minutes of my day, make a plan, and enjoy the ride there. And probably it will come a lot sooner, or as you said, with a lot more ease, that it feels faster who you know? told us the more patient you are the faster it will come i can't remember but yeah someone did tell us that or some like we're really early in our days I unless should... it was like a someone's famous quote it Wait, could have been joshua rosenthal the what is the quote the more patient you are the faster it will come and it's kind of like a haha <laughs> because yeah you're right i think um it's interesting when you say that because really impatience is a stuck feeling like it can actually cause you to stick yourself in some concrete and focus on where you're not instead of focusing on where you are and what you can do in that moment yeah i can't remember who told us that quote and i couldn't find it in my so it might have been a conversation i feel like it's a quote that i've seen i'm sure but don't you think that is so true? Like when you yeah. are impatient, when you are uh, not where you want to be, when you're so focused on the future, you become stuck well, in the present moment. Like now I'm reading so many, yeah, that I definitely agree. But now I'm like reading all these great quotes. Read some out. <laughs> One moment of patience may ward off great disaster. One moment of impatience may ruin a whole life. Ah. Chinese. <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> Chinese proverb. Um. Another one, two things define you, your patience when you have nothing and your attitude when you have everything, everything. George Bernard that? Shaw. Who's that? I don't know. But good one, Bernard. Impatience breeds anxiety, true, fear, discouragement and failure. And this is what we were just patience saying. Patience creates confidence, decisiveness and a rational outlook which eventually leads to accept success. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's really that is so true. When you are impatient, you it it just it creates, it breeds, it uh it distorts, it it 
changes your present moment. Yes. Wait, there's another one. Okay, read it. One of the paradoxes of life is that being impatient often makes it harder to to achieve something, stutter, stutter. As with any skill, you get better at manifesting the more you practice. Guys, I said that really badly. The sentence didn't make <laughs> I'm, sense. I'm like, my mouth wait, is like, wait, huh? <laughs> I t- I've told you so many times, you guys. You I can't read out loud. <laughs> okay, ready, everybody? One of the paradoxes of life is that being impatient often makes it harder to achieve something. As with any skill, you get better at manifesting the more you practice. Yes, there we go. Uh, but there's one more. I'll practice it. Okay, good. The two most powerful warriors are patience and time. Leo Tolstoy, Tolstoy, that famous author. Patience and time. Yeah. So just being patient over time. Yeah. I mean, I really, I think the quote that really stood out to me was how impatience breeds other, you know, things like anxiety. And we all know that, you know, when we feel like we're not there, we're not there, we're not there. We get really anxious. anxious. We're like, oh, my God, I'm not good enough. Like, I suck. I'm terrible human. And you start comparing yourself mm-hmm. because you see all of those people achieving all the mm. things you want. Or you see that person who has the perfect relationship or uh, the they've got the house that you want or whatever, all the things. They can, they can do the splits in the class. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and it can be that, you know, these small little small. things too. Like it's not like these giant things. I mean, our things feel pretty giant right now that we're getting impatient about. Mm. Uh and I think it's also like just coming back to the truth of like most of the time they're really material things. Yeah, the house, like all ours are to, to do with money. It's very yeah. material. Like, And so when you realize that and then you come back to the realization that actually I have everything I need, yeah, like, then that's also a really good reminder. I, You know, it's always a interesting thing when we discuss these bad feelings and that's an inverted commas because it's not bad because they really are our greatest teachers yes when we have awareness of them yes they can take us down a really dark hole and take us who knows where when we don't have awareness of our mind yeah but when we have awareness of our mind and we can be like huh i'm feeling xyz or i really uh, am impatient right now then that can be our greatest teacher because it's like okay you're being impatient well what instead can you bring in well let me just bring in a moment of patience let me just bring it bring a moment of presence how do I feel now wow I feel really different I feel like expansive I feel like I have everything I need huh and then you're in this great mindset of uh well what's next what could I do and you usually take a step toward the thing you wanted anyway and that's the whole point so the more patient we are the faster it comes back to the original quote whoever said it whoever said that if you guys know tell us uh patience is an amazing thing and i think another great awareness is you know when like someone close to you is being really impatient and you're not feeling that it's them being impatient that feels like quite gross when someone's super impatient you're like geez like can't you just be happy and grateful like sometimes you get frustrated by that like can't you see the blue skies like I often find myself in that point um is this about me no it's not about (laughs) you it's about many people I think I find it often it's about everyone I know Mm -hmm. and maybe I I but I feel impatient too but often I'll find other people are really impatient um you too, but What's not not always. Well, I think it is about 
knowing that usually the thing that we're being impatient about, it's not the main thing about life. It's not like that's going to drastically uh, impact your life in a positive way. It might make your life worse even. Like that's the funny thing. Like we get angry and impatient about something, but we don't know for sure that that's going to make life better even. Mm. It's all like stories and narrative from like society and from our upbringing. Oh, I don't have this yet. This makes me X, Y, Z. Does it? Is that a story or is that the truth? It's usually a story. And it's like, wait, is that bigger house going to make me happier? No, maybe it will make you unhappier. Maybe it will make your relationship worse. Like there's all these things that we can like. You never know. Yeah, like, and you can never know. But that's the thing. Sometimes when we are so impatient putting out, like impacting our present uh, negatively and being super ungrateful, like the thing we want often isn't the answer. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, gratitude is the game changer, really. Mm. Like when you're feeling impatient, take it back to like when you can't, when you're feeling impatient and you don't know how to be patient, it's like welcoming gratitude instead. Yeah. Like when you don't know how to wait and you don't know how to like get into that patient mindset and content, it's like, well, just welcome in gratitude. Notice a few things around you. What do you have? What was great today? Surely there was one thing, your cup of coffee. Mm. always grateful for my cup of coffee and like especially when it's to do with money I think as well uh or like achievement or like your job like maybe you want to move up a level in your job to earn more money uh I think it's really important to stop and reflect on the true richness of life and yes money is a part of it where we live in a consumer like driven country society like we need money to live and then we need money to get more stuff. <laughs> Maybe we need less stuff. But I think it's really important to stop and reflect and be like, oh, wow, like just spending time with this person or these people or this puppy, <laughs> Chino, <laughs> like makes you feel so full. True. And like you feel that that feeling that sometimes you think your stuff or your money or your achievements is the answer. But actually it's probably just a really great conversation with someone and you feel – fulfilled and filled up Mm. uh maybe sometimes it's creating it's like sitting down and writing sitting down and playing the music sitting down and drawing and even giving in general yes very true which is so funny because it's like you give give away yeah and you feel more rich you feel more you feel fuller isn't that see like this is amazing this Mm. is like these are big big things but so simple and sometimes we forget we can easily access these. Um, I think it's all about, yeah, the gratitude, generosity, creativity, uh, community. I think a big richness comes from community and sometimes we forget that and not just your friendship groups, like a bigger community Mm. even, like even with this whole NFT thing, which like maybe we should talk about more because I did briefly say it, but it's like a, it's a new kind of, uh, it's a world where cryptocurrency and art is intertwining. With community. With community. And it's something very quite exciting to be part of and to watch as people who have been, you know, online business people, for eight, nine years nearly. Web point two, web 2.0 now moving into web 3.0. So, yeah, that's what we're moving into, web 3.0. I guess the first original, oh, okay. like the, the, the like, not, when people were coding. Not and- internet. 
Ah. I think pre-internet. Oh, no, wait. That's what internet is, web. I don't know. Google it. What is web 1.0? <laughs> I don't want to Google it. After watching the billion dollar code, I don't want to Google it. Oh, yeah. We hate Google. I'm going to duck, duck, go it. Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to bing it. Yeah, bing it. <laughs> I'd say everything is on Google. We live on Google. I know. I love Google. I love my Google Docs. But anyway, uh, I think what I've learned from this experience, though, is the value and the magic that community brings and human interaction, even online. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a spectacular, amazing thing, and it makes me realize, you know, Marybody, that community is everything. Best. It's amazing, and it's it's overwhelming sometimes the emotions I feel from when I, you know, when I see something amazing between community members, whether it's like a helping conversation or we go on live with our meditation, and I see all the little Zoom boxes, <laughs> or you know, a class is like super loved. What was that one that was super loved recently? Um, mood Lifter Fusion. Yeah, Mood Lifter Fusion. Everyone loved it. And, you know, I get this such overwhelming feeling of gratitude and love and that's from community. Mm. Yeah, well, it's interesting because I'm reading that book by Julia Bayard. Is that how you say her last name? And you've read it before. Is that her name? Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? What's the Phosphorescence? book Phosphorescence. Yes. Uh, and there's a big bit about community and there was – a study done and it was all about how uh, these human interactions, like eating healthy, whatever, but human interaction and like community is like that's what's going to make you live longer. And not just in like your friendship groups and your family, your immediate family. She was explaining how your the people that you see at the coffee shop every morning, yeah. the same people, but you never talk to them. Like make sure you talk to them and have those like fleeting, unimportant conversations yeah. where it, it doesn't even mean anything but it means so much. Yeah. Like get to know them. Like ask them their name and you have all these little community groups in these random moments of your life like at the coffee shop or she has one where she goes like ocean swimming every yeah. morning and they're just, just her people for there. Like she doesn't see them anywhere else. Yeah. But they show up when she needed them. Like they were when she had cancer, like they brought her meals and like did her did so much for her. And it's just so it's so interesting to think about that. Like in your own life, like where do you have that? And where maybe don't you make an effort with it? And maybe you could make an effort with it and it might make a big shift. Might bring a lot more joy. I mean, I think, you know, the perfect example would be when we first moved to the Gold Coast and we knew no one Mm. or very little people and we started going to Essence of Living, the studio, the yoga and Pilates studio. Not only did it end up changing our whole lives with our business too. (laughs) Crazy. We found friends. We found community. And, you know, it wasn't that often that we would go hang out outside of yoga, but it felt like we had so many friends because, you know, we'd catch up before class or we'd have a coffee after class. We had this shared experience. That's what led to us not feeling lonely when we moved to a new city. So true. And, th- like, thank God we did that. And obviously, yeah, well. And now we have made lifelong, <laughs> we've made lifelong friends as adults. From that that. community. And it doesn't have to be in real life. It can be online too. I mean, we've also done this with our online business and groups and, you know, going to conferences and seeing and being with them for five days, then moving to opposite sides of the planet and still catching up over Zoom 
like we're doing with Kevin, our mm-hmm. friend from England. We met in the Philippines. I love Kevin. And he and came over to yeah. Australia and stayed with and us. And now, and we're meeting him next week. And then we caught with chat. him in Bangkok, and now we're yeah. resuming. So it's like these these fleeting moments of interaction lead to lifelong potential mm-hmm. uh, relationships and friendships. And as we know, like from our Blue Zone episode and all our Blue Zone readings and documentary watch- watchings, community, social life, this is the essence of like life mm-hmm. and living longer, uh, reducing stress. I mean, how good do you feel after a great conversation? Increasing patience. I feel like I know you do. Like when you know when you have a good conversation, yeah, it's very it true. Brings you back down to earth, and it brings you got your two feet on the ground. And oh wait, this is what life is about. Oh, oh. I just forgot for a moment, and that's okay. And that's that's another whole theme of this chat, isn't it? That you know your feelings that of impatience or uh, dissatisfaction or anger or I'm I want to be over there, but I'm here. They're all okay and they're valid. It doesn't make you a unenlightened, bad human. It just makes you human, which is a beautiful thing. And when you can use those moments as your greatest teachers, like mm. that's where it's like game changer. Yeah. And, and not always though, you know. It, don't, it doesn't always have to be a lesson. No. Um, it, like just it just is. Like, yeah, that's also an important lesson. We don't have to always search for that. Like, oh, why is it lesson in this? Oh, my God, this is, like, hard. Sometimes yeah. it just is hard. Well, I think life is guaranteed absolutely to have hard moments and, yes, we can dig deep and look at them and reflect and find the lessons or we can just accept that this is life, mm. that sometimes it's hard. But it, it might not have been a lesson but it got me to where I am now. Yeah, and that is the, and the, that's the lesson. lesson. Yeah. Like everything is taking us to the next step. Every day is taking us to the next day. Uh, What happens today might be nothing or what happens today might be a huge lesson. Uh, I think because when we do struggle and have the hardships, you tend to think a bit more about them. So that's why the lessons come because you dwell a little bit. True. Oh, like why did this happen or how did this happen or I guess this is why. Yeah, I love how we, it's like the hardships are the lesson. Yeah. Because like, when stuff goes great. Yeah, do we learn do we, anything? Do, do we dwell? And but we don't learn. We should dwell on the good I things. I know. <laughs> we, should, we should reflect on also the good moments. I mean, that is the lesson in itself. Gratitude, Gratitude. yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah, the, the greatest change and transformation usually comes through the struggle. It's true. And the darkness. And sometimes, you know, you might look back and think, oh, wow, like it, although I was really impatient through that time of struggle and like not getting where I wanted, it was actually so fun. True. And you can only realise that after. And it's like, well, far out. I should have really enjoyed it a bit more because now I look back and I think it's great. <laughs> You're like, good. And, I'm glad you went through that. And that's exactly like I had this conversation with Damiano because, I mean, he's bloody studying as a mature age student now. He feels like he's going backwards, but it's all for like going future into a field that he wants to be in. But, you know, even I was feeling anxious for him about not being where he wants to be. Then I was like, wait a minute, this might be the greatest time. And that's because we've reflected on that. And I can relate with my story of like, yeah, like I look back and think in our old house that we're selling in Chisholm of like, 
these days just been like, what the hell are we doing? Like this memory popped up the other day and it, I mean, it pops up every year and it always makes me smile. There's like this photo of me yeah, I've seen and that. there's a whiteboard yeah. behind us and I'm like <gasps> with my mouth open and like, like it just looks very exciting and we've had a big brainstorm with all of these ideas and you can zoom in on all of the ideas and you're like, what the hell are you thinking? But I just remember days like that all the time where we didn't know what we were doing and we're yeah. like, let's just brainstorm. Let's just like put it on a whiteboard. Let's just come up with heaps of ideas. Like what are we going to do? And I mean, this is the funniest thing when you're out on your own doing your own thing. I think this is the most hilarious thing. Like no one's telling you how to do anything. You have to come up with the methods as well. So, like, you know, when you're stuck for ideas, you know, sometimes, like, a boss might be like, oh, we're going to run this session. Yes. We're doing this 100 idea post-it session or we're doing this or we're going to this networking thing or, like, this is a new thing I watched and, like, or this is what my my boss has told us that we have to do. But then when you're on your own, it's like, oh, like, how do you, like – find the ideas in you and be creative and it's like a really exciting thing we were always good at brainstorming and like maybe we need to do a brainstorm today because like I'm just remembering how fun how many fun brainstorms we've had we really have yeah we had a really other great brainstorm I remember and I've also yeah. got a memory of this in that New came York up? oh when yeah. um we were we couldn't sleep because we we're jet lagged and, and we were, in we were bed. just in bed, like coming up with all these ideas on this notepad i remember that there and then was, there was another memory of when we were brainstorming merrybody oh my gosh we were living in yeah we we're living in a big shared house and we had the whole upstairs area and we have butcher's paper and like this huge idea about merrybody and like it was massive like an eight-week program and then we ended up like drilling it right down mm-hmm. to the four-week program and like less less uh other people involved yeah. but that was the beginning. And then, yeah, then it just turned into what it is now, now yeah. and ki- which continues to evolve. I mean, we'll come up with new ideas for it this morning. It's like, oh, my God. Uh, and I really – I remember that photo so clearly. There's, like, a mirror and we're, like, yeah. you're, like, squatting and I'm, like, sitting and then we've taken the photo and the butcher's paper is just all over the ground. Making a mess. Yeah. It's, it's very funny to think about those moments where probably we were feeling, like, impatient where we were like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Like, we're not where we want to be, but we but know. I also remember just feeling excited. So I think, you know, that's another thing that you can welcome you can in to help, though, to help right? you with your impatience. Yeah. It's like, like be excited that you actually have a goal. Be excited that you want to be somewhere else too. When you're excited, it allows you to be more grateful because you realize there's magic in the getting there. There's magic in the way to the goal. And this is the whole point, I feel like, of everything. Instead of so focused on getting to the result, focus on enjoying step one, step two, step three, step four, maybe step one million Mm. to the goal. Because as you said, Carla, that's the life. That's the magic. Exactly. And I think I just have one last question to bring up with this podcast when it comes to patience. And I think it's because we've had the great, uh, what is it? privilege of always having an idea like of always kind of knowing what we want to do uh even though at one stage when we did stop like the recipes and we kind of pivoted when we brought kind of we did we pivoted when we trans changed transformed we transformed our business uh with yoga and pilates we knew we wanted to do something with yoga and pilates so we always kind of had that idea but what about what do we say to people 
when they don't have any idea. Yeah. But they know that they want to do something. But they've got no idea what to yeah. do. And I can imagine that would be a very impatient feeling of like, where the freak is my idea? I think the answer is be curious. Interesting. Which is actually our theme for Merry Body next month, November. November. But yeah, be curious. Um and don't be attached to finding the idea today, but, like, embark on that journey. And I think as well community, like, reach out to the community because people often give you ideas, observe, watch, listen, like, shut up and listen, right? Mm. Like, just, like, take a moment to just watch what's going on around you and often the idea is just floating by and it will come and hit you straight in the face. And you'll be like, aha. Uh-huh. And then also know that, you know, that first idea might not even be the idea. How many times did we say, is this the thing? Oh, my God, I felt like we were saying no, that. No, it wasn't, is this the thing? It was, this, this is, is the thing! thing! And then it wasn't the thing. <laughs> the thing kept changing. And it's so funny to think back on that. And it's so Nobody funny. Everybody has been re- the thing for so a long, long time. time. And it's amazing to actually stop and reflect on that magic that we found the thing that might not be the thing forever but But it's it's the the thing thing right now in a long long time and I feel like for many years to come and it's an amazing actually it's so amazing to think about that because literally we said that so many times so even when you find an idea that you're not completely sure about like go investigate explore dabble and when you find an idea that you're sure about like we were yeah. explore dabble, do it like do it because then it probably won't be the thing but then you'll find the next thing yeah it's so funny to think about this i love this episode so much yeah it was uh, fun. it was really fun and i feel like many of an aha moment and just really helpful ways of looking at life to bring in that more contentment and, and acceptance and joy and gratitude so that was fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna re-listen to it. I think. Yeah. If you loved this episode, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, also, if you love our podcast, we'd love you to leave a review on whatever podcast app you do listen to us on. It's very helpful for us and reaching more ears, especially when they're five stars. Yes, we love you. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.